Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast. Industry leaders share their insights. It's about five questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. Let's get to it. Paul, first question, who are you and what do you do? Uh, my name is Paul Starrett. I just like Barrett or Garrett. And I am a risk and compliance technology focused professional. I'm an attorney and data scientist, and I do have a pretty strong technical background. I help people with... Uh, bringing those two topics together and um, enjoy it. I'm founder of Privacy Labs in Starrett Law. And um, I think that's enough. I hope so. I mean, it sounds like you have so <laughs> many things going on. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to slide in a, a bonus softball question here for you. Sure. What made you interested in law, especially law when it comes to data and cyber and all the crazy things that, that we're working through. Yeah. Uh, and I'll try and keep that answer short cause it's a long one. Um, I, I started my career kind of in law enforcement and I moved into private, the private sector with security and about, I don't know, it was 20 years ago, kind of dating myself. I got into technology, information security and with law, with uh, law enforcement and so forth. Along the way, I went to law school at night, um, which is sort of, um, a, 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 it was, I never meant it to be a, a, a central piece of where I would be. I wanted to make it so I was better at what I could do. And so just along the way, I found it very interesting. And, and then the way in which compliance and information security and technology kind of inter, inter, interlace is very exciting to me. I like hybrid, hybrid sort of skill sets. It's very stimulating to me. I think I'm pretty good at it. I could say so myself. Nice. So why do you love being a cybersecurity professional? It is a, uh, it's an exciting area, you know, starting in law enforcement, information security is sort of along that same vein of, for me, what, what is, what's exciting about it is that, um, you're, you're talking about people who, uh, they, they sort of, they're, they're, they're malicious and there's kind of a predatory aspect of it that I think is kind of engaging for me and the ability to, um, to try to think like they do, even though I'm not crooked, never have been. Um, and there's something that pursuit, that ability to kind of think that, that way. The other piece is to make the world a better, safer place, which was uh, always sort of my motivation uh, for the, the very outset of my, my adult life. And I think that it's sort of that it's to me, it's a very engaging topic, very stimulating. That's not boring. And you also have a sense that you're doing something good. Also, I think it's, uh, it can be lucrative as well. Nice. That's awesome. So we hear in the world today that cybersecurity is a top concern, but, but what does that mean to you? I, well, I always like to think of it as something that enables, uh, the commercial quest of an industry and, or, well, of, of an enterprise. Because it's like anything. They think about um, like your home or your office. Um, to be secure in it, to be safe, is is important part of the quality of life. So with an enterprise or um, a company, whatever, or government agency, it's the ability to protect it, to keep its a very purpose of existing alive. Because uh, we've seen ransomware attacks, and data exfiltration, and da uh, data breach, you know, leakage that that really put, um, frankly, entire industries on their ear. It kind of, kind of puts them. I've calculated the term, but 
really takes them down. And so in order to keep that from happening and to keep you safe and comfortable and trusted, um, I think that's really the centerpiece of this. It's really sort of, it's an enabler to um, the greater good. Nice. What insight do you want to share with our network of cyber professionals? I would say be cognizant of your entire threat surface. Uh, threat surface, I'm sure that they will understand what that means. That just means that if you have a technology, a workflow, a, a policy regimen, what have you, understand the threat surface. Look at it from a risk perspective uh, to, to sort of see, well, what are the threats and then what measures do I have to put in place to protect them enough? You can't ever get rid of risk or threat, but there's a point where you can go. I would also say that's to me central. A lot of times people want to put a glass bubble over everything, which is not realistic and not possible. And so to not be pedantic, to really listen to others, make sure you have, it's a very hybridized area where you have many different people from many different professions in, in a, a areas of thought coming together as a whole to look at that risk and, and assess it that way. Um, so that's important. The other thing is we're seeing automation in, increase because it saves money and it reduces risk. And the idea is to think about now, that's the world we're in, whether it's machine learning or other form of automation, APIs, uh, to kind of think about those now more and focus on them. And I think that's one thing that I'm doing that we are where I am at now, where we are very much in, in that area. Final question, fun question for you, Paul. Mm -hmm. Favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? I saw the question and I it hit me right away. It was the iPod. Whether that's retro, I mean, should I go back to the tape recorder? I don't know. <laughs> or the, the, the you know the the uh, videotape. Uh, I you know I might I might have said well I really I really enjoyed with my in my first marriage for example back when that was still around. Um, we would go out. We would go <clears throat> you know after we pick up a pizza. All the way home, we would pick up a uh, a video. You'd go to the video store and you'd look at the wall where all the videos were, pick something out. But no, iPod, because that was the first time I had a little tiny thing that had a very specific purpose, and I would listen to De Depeche Mode and other other uh, artists on my mountain bike rides, and I really liked it. And that's why I, I kind of zero in on on that uh, as as my answer to that. Nice, Paul. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you for watching the CyberPro Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on new podcasts and bonus content.